Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Well, hey there, Rob. Happy Thanksgiving, Abigail. Oh, well, thanks. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Lovely. I love (laughs) us on a Friday night. What a great introduction (laughs) to this week's episode. You know, I was just thinking that we are getting pretty close to have done doing done done. Having done did. Having done did this podcast for about a year. Almost. Every single week. (laughs) We just keep doing um, it. I mean, we just keep on going. But this week, we have a really awesome topic. And it came up to me because I had been hearing so much news about how disastrous Jollywood Nights was, right? And Jollywood Nights is the new uh, glitzy, glamorous holiday party over at Hollywood Studios. It's the first year and they've had just one night of this so far. Actually, tomorrow night they will have another one. That's Saturday night. And uh, we'll see. It's sold out. Yeah, it's sold out. We'll see how that one goes. But I just wanted to highlight on some of the other Like, this is not the only thing to start at Disney that was like a little bit, I don't want to say disastrous. I don't want to label it as disastrous, but there have been opening day disasters and calamities for sure. What you would say this idea came to you, maybe it didn't seem that good at first, but then it worked its way into a magic topic. Nope, it seemed good to me the whole time. Thanks. Just (laughs) trying to draw a uh, line of comparison while our dogs are chomping on bones. Chomping away on bones. Yes. Well, so I wanted to talk about Disneyland's opening day. It was, uh, it started, uh, it's opened, I'm sorry, on July 17th, 1955. And it was dubbed as Black Sunday. Oh, yeah. I think um, that's what the U2 uh, made that song about, right? <laughs> Maybe. Is I it mean, Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Very tragic <laughs> experience over at Disneyland. No, we're not making light of what actually they were singing about. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Oh. Apologize to Bono. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. So, Walt. Disney came up with this wonderful idea about this theme park after visiting his with his children, right? He visited other theme parks and he said he really wanted to have a family friendly place for families to go that was neat and clean and tidy and had like these wonderful themes to go along with the rides. I wonder what he was going to call it. Now, he started out uh, a year before the park opening. So there was only one year can in you, which all this magic needed to come together in the Can park. you imagine that back then with the way, you know, obviously like things were just, they didn't move as quickly back 
back then. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was just everything took longer because it didn't have as much advancements in. Right. Um, yeah, the, the construction. Like you couldn't yeah. just send an email being like, well, yes, <laughs> do I mean, all this. You couldn't everything. FaceTime a meeting being mm. like, nope, don't put that there. Put it here. Everything needed to be done in person. I don't even think they had walkie talkies. I think they just had mm. cups connected by strings. <laughs> right? Hello, over there. <laughs> was that Mickey Mouse? <laughs> nope. It was just my voice through a string. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, all the creation uh, was on a very tight timeline. And this timeline ended pretty much the day before the park opening, if not on the day of the park opening. Yeah. And let's be honest. It never ends. Disney is a ever-evolving magical creation. Mm -hmm. But to actually be prepared for the opening day, that was a little crazy that they weren't ready. So due to the rush of opening, many of the attractions were still actually under construction. So some of these attractions were the Rocket to the Moon, Peter Pan, and Dumbo the Flying Elephant were just some of the attractions that weren't open. But that sounds like a lot for, I think, on opening day, there was supposed to be about 20 attractions. And there was a couple more that were down, too. Okay. But my (laughs) favorite story is about the asphalt on Main Street. Mm. It was like fresh like just put down the day before if not hours before because they couldn't afford the the financial cost of asphalt until they sold all the tickets right or until they had like pre-bought tickets or you know had the funding for the asphalt so it was really just super fresh asphalt and the heat was about a hundred degrees on a nice July day. Yeah, in so, California. Yeah, in California. While walking towards the castle, guests were literally sinking into the ground. Women and, and men, actually, everybody kind of dressed their Sunday best, right? To go to this opening mm-hmm. day of this park. There was going to be media there. You could get your, you might possibly be on TV or be in a newspaper, right? So you're dressed your best. And some of the women that were wearing high heels for the occasion actually had like a kind of a, they called it a Cinderella moment where they would lose their shoes in the asphalt because the heels of the shoes were getting stuck in the asphalt as they were walking towards the castle, which is crazy. Um, And yeah, so basically that's, that's like a really big story. Yeah. I mean, and that's what they say that if you look closely, you could still see, like divots in, yeah. the, in the asphalt. I'm so curious now. I would love to go and take a peek at that. Yeah, I don't know about that because I just, but it does make you. It does make you wonder, right? Even like Disney World, like how do they? I mean, like our driveway has cracks in it, and it has, you know, it needs to get redone, and it yeah. takes like you have to, you can't park on it for, you know, a certain amount yeah. of time. Like, so how are they pouring it? Like, they must redo it every so often. Right? Like, how does yeah. it stay so? Because, I mean, they, they're like, they're not, it's not being driven on, which makes a big deal, like, constantly. But it does have some vehicles. Right. Like, parade the parades, routes. routes. The horses. Yeah, but the again, buggies. it's not like you're not going, you know, 60 and screeching. To, you know what I mean? It, it's a little, it's a little bit different. And it's all flat. But I'd like to know what technology they have. I'd like to put it in our driveway so I don't have to deal with the cracks. Uh, yeah, 
like what you're saying there. That is very, hmm. very uh, interesting. Wait, I haven't thought soon of it. To you. I'm wondering if it's done by like. Sorry. I didn't no, no, no. Go, go, go. If it's done by like quadrants, let's say like there's a, a square here and like you can replace one square and then you can replace the next square that kind of thing or, or it doesn't work because the parade know. has to go by still yeah so but like you never hear them like closing off like a street or anything mm-hmm. yeah no hmm. great point it's coming Bob. soon to you uh a dhe episode uh all about asphalt so be, <laughs> be prepared for that it's gonna be melting <laughs> Speaking of melting, (laughs) on opening day, there was also a gas leak in Fantasyland, and it messed with many of the rides over there, right? Because three of the lands, which accounts for like half the park, had to be evacuated. There's a couple of different stories that like the gas leak, they could, uh, there was maybe a small fire over near the castle area Mm. that was put out pretty quickly. But because it happened so long ago and because social media was not existent i mean there's really no evidence to the story aside from a, a lot of the park had to be evacuated for most of the afternoon wow it's like huh okay that, that must have been the day they started serving uh mexican food <laughs> lots of beans oh, God. right oh well yeah, okay like, Ooh, we oh. had chipotle last night oh, boy. okay all right well um all that really super sweet talk brings me to the mark twain riverboat which was another kind of calamity on open day um because of the capacity there were so many people at the park which we'll talk about next um they were all getting onto this riverboat which the overcrowding made the boat kind of come off of its tracks and sink into the mud right so when they finally got it back onto the track after a very long time all and then like to dock to for the um patrons to depart the boat right um the boat started to then tilt because the crowd was like rushing off and so then they had to end up wading through water to get off the boat so it was just like a disaster of all sorts just because of the odor of crowding oops so sorry about that somebody's at our door nope who was it who's our visitor i just have like ten thousand alarms on my phone that go off all the time to remind me to do things you know what Guess what? I already did it. Thank you very much. <laughs> the real life of me. Of, um, or, or of all people. Of all people, yeah. So, anywho, so yeah, the, the so riverboat, that yeah. was a little scary and crazy. Um, don't, don't get into Mark Twain's boat. No, not, not on that section. <coughs> now, this was my favorite part because we all know I'm crazy obsessed with plants <laughs> and especially. What, you wanna, we're talking topes? Yeah, especially during Topiary time. This one I couldn't, like, I was just laughing the whole time because I was like, no way. But according to one story, in one section of the park, there wasn't enough time to, like, remove the weeds from the park, right, from that Mm -hmm. area. So instead, the theme park added signs with Latin plant names (laughs) to make it appear as if they were meant to be there. (laughs) 
Like, <gasps> and over here we have, oh, look at that, mom. It's uh, Weedus Disneyus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy talk. I wonder hey. if anybody ever like went home and like actually like looked up that play and was like, oh, that's such a beautiful play. And I, I want that think, in my yard. I don't think anyone ever did. <laughs> no one ever actually like paid attention to it. Maybe. Huh. Well, that's pretty smart. I like to know the person that came up with that idea and I like to hire them, even <laughs> though they're probably dead. But thank you. Thank you for that. Well, actually, I was researching that one of the he he was said to be the first patron to Disney, but he really wasn't. He was the, the person who bought the actual second ticket because the first ticket was reserved for Walt Disney himself. Right. Oh, weird. So the second person to get the second ticket to Walt Disney World is actually, I believe, still alive. And he ended oh. up having a lifetime disney pass because okay. he was featured as like the first person who went to disney kind the of first thing and he was a disney. college student who got in line at 2 a.m and he said all night long he could hear them like testing the rides and everything and i thought that was really interesting and yeah. he just like you know went by himself i almost did that for a year's worth of free uh, wings at buffalo wild wings i almost what did what did you almost do wait Stay, in line wait in line like at, like the day before it was like for like the first 50 guests or really? when, when the one opened yeah and why didn't you because i found out that it was only you could get six free wings a day <laughs> you were like that's like, not gonna do it for me like, what? That's what six I, was free like, wings that's what i would eat while i was thinking about how many wings to order <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a good deal <laughs> little did you know you'd become a vegetarian and eat no wings oh you got vegetarian wings would you say that's like your what you miss the most yes is wings wings really yeah interesting okay i love me some wings okay that's good to know cauliflower doesn't do it for you <laughs> i mean as In barbecue sauce. great as it sounds right <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to Disney. Back okay. to Disney. So Disneyland and the city of Anaheim were not prepared for the amount of people that showed up. And the California Santa Ana freeway that led into the park was backed up for seven miles. The traffic essentially shut down the freeway for hours. Could you imagine? You're like, not you didn't know like this gigantic crowd i mean obviously you knew a crowd was going but like that it was going to be this much of an explosion you've got your whole family in the car they're all dressed nice have their nylons on and pretty shoes and then you're stuck for seven miles hours and hours on the freeway with like no bathrooms no anything like uh in the hot hot heat yikes man i would not have enjoyed that I don't even know. They have uh, air conditioning conditioning in the 50s. I can't tell you. I don't know either. Couldn't have been good. So um, when the families finally made it to Disneyland, there were reports that they were taking restroom breaks in the parking lot and on the side of the freeway. I mean, I get it. I have little kids, too. Things happen, you know. It was by 1969, 54% of domestic automobiles were equipped with air conditioning. Okay. So, so not probably in not in the 50s. Yikes. Dressed in jackets and petticoats. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know about the petticoats. But yeah, they were dressed sure in their best. Is, but okay. 
Oh, poor guys. So the number of guests that came on opening day were were not expected. Therefore, the bathrooms were packed and the food and drinks ran out like super quick. Over 28,000 guests attended opening day and they were only planning for 15,000 guests. So there were a lot of counterfeit tickets um, going around and non-ticketed guests climbing over fences to gain entrance. There was a story of one man that set up a ladder outside of the park and he charged people $5 a head to use his ladder to sneak Ooh. in to the park. <laughs> no, this is probably what like totally created like Disney's you know, idea and location in Florida, right? Because you really like, what are you going to swim a moat with some alligators to get in there? I don't yeah, really right? know. You can't really get in there or sneak in. There's just not really a way. There's always a way. I guess. There's always a way. Now, it's funny you said about the plumbers. Did we talk about the strike that was happening? You know what? I didn't. I think I skipped right over that, but it is a really important detail. You want to tell us about that? Yeah. So there was a plumber strike during uh, construction while they were while they were building, mm-hmm. right? As it was getting close to the deadline. So the majority of the water fountains in the park weren't operational at the Which time. Which is crazy. They, they weren't hooked up, but you know, these are all the look. There's no asphalt. You know, you know water. So. The contractor, the contractor that was doing it, the plumber, mm-hmm. um, you know, said to Walt, there aren't enough hours in the day to finish the restrooms and to finish all the drinking fountains. And in a classic Walt Disney response, as they say, he said, well, you know, they could drink Coke and Pepsi, but they can't pee in the streets. Finish the restrooms. <laughs> So that makes perfect sense I mean, to me. I mean, yeah. that's that's the logical part, right? It does. But then when you run out of the Coke and Pepsi, then you've got some real problems there for sure. But yeah, I mean, I guess I have to say I am glad they finished the restrooms. They, they weren't bottling water, you know, back then. Right. You're right. Yeah. So there are all these different things. And yeah. I, I laugh at how much water. I mean, it's so good because, I mean, I didn't ever have a water bottle when I was a kid or no. drink nearly as much water as Yeah, our kids <laughs> drink kids tons of water. Do, yeah. I drank They're a just... lot of iced tea growing up. That was Did our household uh, drink. Wow. Lipton's iced tea, the mix. We just mix it up. I mean, we didn't really have anything other than water, I want to say, but it wasn't like I was carrying a water bottle around. Are you kidding me? No. Never. Never yeah, in my we, life we never did I think water. of that. We were always like, Ugh, water, yuck now right everyone everyone has a water bottle everybody's hydrated or working on hydration Mm. so yeah that would have not gone over well so walt was kind of preoccupied right because they were having this live television show going on this feed and um 70 million people watched from their living rooms on a live abc broadcast co-hosted by actor and future president Ronald Reagan, <laughs> Frank Sinatra, Sammy oh, Davis Jr., and more. The Rat Pack. So, yeah, the hiccups of the day were not broadcasted no. because, remember, we've got kind of stationary um, 
news, right? Stationary mm-hmm. cameras and stuff. It wasn't like they could go many different places. And I'm sure that they did, like, go to the casual yeah. at one point and go to a ride at one mm-hmm. point. But it wasn't like they could go It wasn't like instantly. mobile, yeah, mobile yeah. units everywhere. They had to, like, reset and... Yes. Yeah, so it it was just... It, all the good things were highlighted. I mean, and they were really, really prepared. And even though this this first day went so, so terribly, mm-hmm. by their seventh week, I think it was, yeah, seventh week, Disneyland welcomed their one millionth guest. Insane. So one million guests by seven weeks. Yeah, I'm talking less than two months. Because all those people in their living rooms were watching this amazing thing go down and saying, yeah. I want to be a part of that. I got to see I want to see what that here. is. So if only they could live now. I know. But I mean, alive. it was such a saving grace that like social media wasn't what it is today. Because now we can hear 10 million opinions right away. And that's where nothing gets by. There would be news. It'd be uh, hashtag asphalt gate at uh, Disneyland opening or hashtag uh, Watergate. Oh, wait, that's something that already (sighs) happened. But yeah, no, absolutely. Right. It just shows you how different uh, news gets around and how fast and, it and is. And some of it's like uh, completely untrue too. So you've got to take that into account. No. So, um, yeah, there, you know, Disney has had many special events throughout time that did not hit the mark when it came to audience praise and just, and this was Disney world, right? Or flipping. Right. So okay. yeah, we're going to talk about Disney world now. You're right. Okay. So, uh, back on August 23rd, 2014, this was oh. a different Hollywood studios mm. event. Such a different time. <laughs> and they had a one night special known as Villains Unleashed. Oh. And it's so funny because when I hear about this, I'm just like, oh my goodness, we love villains. Like everybody's obsessed with villains. Everybody now. loves villains. So we wouldn't I wouldn't have expected that this particular villain event tanked so badly, but it did because of the kind of like the lack of planning oh. um for the popularity that's what are the villains right they're really popular so the experience focused on meet and greet opportunities for guests with the villains uh, highlighting this as being a really rare thing right and i i recall kind of hearing about this back then about like you don't see the villains they're being unlocked and unleashed into Mm the um hollywood studios right and um the problem was, well, the event was held from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. And the problem was that Disney did not limit the capacity, the attendance to this event. So that oh was God. like number one. They're just kind of letting the park fill up again. Mm-hmm. Now, then they have, you know, the meet and greet lines for the villains. And they're so long. They're Very so long. long that you're spending all this time in line. And the guests were just incredibly disappointed and so disappointed, kind of like we're seeing with Jollywood Nights, that Walt Disney World is refunding money to the attendees at this event um, because they were just waiting in lines to meet one villain and then waiting in lines to meet another villain. And it just kind of really stunk. So, I mean, that's just like, you know, whether it's villains and or, you know, figment uh, popcorn buckets, they just don't. Mm-hmm. They don't have a pulse on what uh, actually people are going to turn out for, right? 
they do and they don't. Now, mm. with things like popcorn buckets, I'm going to get into that right now, actually. Mm. Um, but I did want to say, you know, Disney is re- did refund the money, right, for the villains, for the people who asked for yeah. it. And they are refunding money for Jollywood Nights. Mm. But it, it reminds us that Disney might not always get it right, but they make it right. Gotcha. Right? They're always trying to make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, again, like we're always saying, Disney is like very experimental because they're moving forward with things. They're in the progress, the world of progress and, um, evolve, involving the carousel of progress. Well, yes, obviously I do love that ride and get, you would never go on it with me. I don't understand. I, I haven't been asked. <laughs> well, <laughs> next time we're going to go see. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) Over and over again. So, okay. Jollywood's common complaints are that the event was overcrowded and did not feature enough special activities. And, but again, guest relations have been giving out refunds due to all the complaints. Mm -hmm. But I just want to jump in here and say, the first night of this event Disney sold tickets and then also invited media and gave media tickets. So like okay. your vloggers, your podcasters, your, your influencers, yeah. High tier yeah. influencers, right? Mm-hmm. And the so we're like double dipping here. Some of those people had already bought tickets, mm-hmm. but then they were given tickets. So they're giving their tickets away to friends and family. Gotcha. Right. And so now we're having all different experiences. And for those influencers, they are closing down Rizzo's pizza. Right. And it's going to become like a special. It became a special event place. Right. And if you were going in as a media, you had to give them a code word. And the code word was like Ollie or something like that. And so you were uh, allowed into this special private party. So as an influencer, you're having a completely different experience because inside Mm. this Rizzo's Pizza Place, they have all the the actresses and actors um, dressed in the... They were in costume? Glitzy glamour and being amazing and you're gonna feel that cocktail vibe you're gonna hear the music right inside this area so then when you're coming out of this area and you're seeing this other thing you're like oh well yeah but that area was great you know i Mm. i enjoyed that area but there are hundreds of bodies that are taking up space videoing every corner and picturing every corner here and it's just making that crowd so much more crowded and they are wanting to get into that line to get that cookie or to get that perfect drink to get the picture shot and all those things so i feel like this opening night perhaps should have been closed off or capped to media perhaps it should have just been a media day maybe so because Kind of like a soft opening night. Yeah. Having everybody there at the Mm. same time, I think, really made it frustration. And these, again, are the people who are going to be in line for the popcorn buckets. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be picturing the best shot and fighting for it. Like, it's their career to be the first. It's their career to wait and to see and to write and to create this. So... 
Um, I think as a regular guest, being in the midst of that would really suck. That's my take on it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with influence. Here, here we are on our podcast talking about all the things and the stuff and wish we were there. But um, it, it can definitely limit somebody's experience. And also, it's these are the people, too, that are being like, oh, that sucks so bad, even though I got to go to a private party and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they're throwing out the speculations of the party um right away and that well, also stinks right like these a, are things that know. we wouldn't know back in 1955 we would just sing the amazing singer and the actresses and the act and and be like wow i want to join that and then appropriately join the millionth guest <laughs> at some later date right but i don't know that's my little Abby on top of a an apple box. Uh, apple box. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what have you got to say about it? Well, I'd like to know when was the last time you swung by the um, DHE PO box to check if did we get our invites? To... You're right. It's been a few weeks. Did we? Maybe we. They we were might in have there. It. We just missed it. We could have missed it. I'm sure. So true. I'm sure we're huge. <laughs> I've got nothing to say. It is. It's uh, they're going to figure it all out. They are going to figure it out. And I think that Jollywood Nights will be here to stay and it's going to just get better and better. Right. So you would think. Disney refunding these tickets and whatnot. I think it's just a gracious act. I think that they know what they're doing and they knew that was going to happen. And it's probably a smaller percentage than what we think that they're refunding because they're still sold out nights coming up. And there's still nights, there's there's going to be, what, 11 more nights that are happening? Mm-hmm. And I think it will get better and better. Well, it sounds like a PR nightmare to me. <laughs> I would not want to be that person. Maybe. So one of the things, obviously, the other uh, party that's happening over in Magic Kingdom, right? We got Jollywood yeah. Nights in Hollywood Studios, we have... Mickey's very merry Christmas party, mm-hmm. um, and those there's more of those. It's more the traditional um, Christmas Christmas party. Christmas or holiday celebration, mm-hmm. and uh, the majority of those are sold out. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just something you know. Check your dates. There's like there's like two dates left in November. It's like after thanksgiving the 20th 30th and then there's a couple dates in the like the mid to beginning of december but everything else is sold out so So cool check with your travel specialist or go to your my disney experience app to see all that but we haven't really like talked about what is going what happens at mickey's very merry christmas party I mean, so many things. I think you're walking right into Main Street into this just gorgeous Christmas kind of threw up everywhere (laughs) in a glittery way. And you're getting a bunch of kind of free freebies as soon as you walk in, right? You're able to have your hot chocolate and your cookies and this and that. But you tell me, baby. There's right guests, you know, as they, they come in, there are certain like special events that they can check out that they can go see there's uh, the minis uh wonderful christmas time fireworks right so there's a special fireworks showing that's only for the christmas the uh, for the for the very merry i keep wanting to say not so scary i keep 
want to say not so scary. Listen, that was party. so last year, okay? <laughs> so last year or last episode. Um, <laughs> Mickey's most merriest celebration. Right? They got there's Mickey's once upon a Christmas time parade. So the, right, you have a whole new parade that you can go check out. And then there's like character meet and greets, holiday attraction overlays. But then there are the complimentary treats. Now they're not everywhere, right? There's only five spots throughout uh, the Magic Kingdom where you can go get complimentary treats. Interesting. Yeah, so they're not all over. Um, and they're mostly like you could just get like a cookie and a drink. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have five spots. You could go to Tortuga Tavern. You could get a buttercream frosted gingerbread cookie and eggnog. Mm-hmm. Um, Yum. You can go to the Pinocchio uh, Village House. Mm-hmm. Get red velvet cookie, uh, red, red velvet cake cookie and hot chocolate. All right, you're gonna sense a theme here. Uh, Columbia Harbor House, which is in Liberty uh, Square. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a chocolate chip cookie and and hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. You can go to Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe, which is over Love in Tomorrowland. Um, you get a Snickerdoodle and hot chocolate. And then the good. the last place. Also in Tomorrowland, it's at the launching pad, which is like right near the yeah. um, people mover and everything. And that's uh, you get the buttercream frosted sugar cookie and apple cider. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so it's not the same as going to like the not so scary where it's like you're getting candy, candy everywhere. everywhere, but it does have these items. And I think mm-hmm. it's a big, you know, just like one of those, those things. That you could it's do. a part of your ticket. It's yeah. nice. So you go get some cookies and, you know, you can enjoy the sights. Mm. And I know like <laughs> during um, the parades, like they do the, the snow, mm-hmm. right? They do the snow, yeah. to, like kind of get you, but it's not obviously real snow. Um, we just had a meeting um, uh, a family travel planner meeting last weekend and uh, travel specialist uh, Megan kind of was, was a big part of the meeting. She kind of gave us her stuff and I can't remember exa- her exact verbiage, but she called it this. It was cause it's like made of soap, right? It's basically <laughs> just soap. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what she, she had some word that she used. And I was like, Oh, that's really, it's, I didn't, I never heard that before. Oh. But it's soap snow. Soapy snow. So that's like the, you know, there's also a very cool, uh, this year there's the Frozen Holiday Surprise at Cinderella's Castle, which is performed twice. You could actually see it, even if you don't have a ticket to the Christmas party, you could see it at 6.15 nightly. Mm -hmm. And then you could see it, they do play it again at 8.15 for just uh, people with tickets to the uh, very merry Christmas party. And that's where they kind of, uh, it's a projection show. And they have like uh, Anna and Elsa there, and like Elsa comes and like does like magic, and it like turns the castle into like Christmas time and all that stuff. And so, the, but that's been getting actually very good reviews. Um, people are saying it's worth checking that out. I love that. Hey, do you happen to know if the Dapper Dan's put on anything special during the party? I saw something definitely about Dapper Dan's, and I did not 
How could you not pay attention to the Dapper Dance? Now, I know that they got into their um, new Christmas outfits recently, and they look super handsome. And so I I love the Dapper Dance, and I love how they are now (laughs) kind of changing seasonally, how they were the Cadaver Dance over Halloween. And I think during springtime, they should be like the Flowery Dance or something, something really fun. But um, (laughs) also, I I don't know, you know. Um, I saw the overlay today over at um, Epcot um, living with the land (laughs) and the Christmas lights they were so beautiful oh my goodness just going into that little uh, greenhouse there and especially if you go at night it just looks so good oh my goodness I was like gushing over all of that it's called living with the land glimmering greenhouses oh it looks so good i love it you can check that out it's available uh, november 24th through Mm -hmm. december 30th Mm -hmm. you can see the transformation there so yeah lots of cool like led lights everywhere there's like led glow up mickeys like hidden like throughout the yeah and everything yeah so that's definitely lots of great if you thought it couldn't be green enough, there's more greener. There's even it's more greener. <laughs> be more greener. Wonderful. Um, there was also, there was some stuff over in uh, Universal, right? They're kind of kicking off their holiday stuff as well. There, There's a parade that they have at Universal. It's a holiday parade. It's like... Uh, inspired by Macy's or featuring Macy's, I think was the thing yep. that they were saying. Yeah, featuring yep. Macy's returns. But right. I guess the so tonight was the first show. Okay. But um, I guess there was some weather down there, so things didn't go. Oh yeah, this weekend is a mess. <laughs> yeah, so things didn't go quite as well. So they didn't have like every like they couldn't have anybody on stilts and all this stuff. So they said. The, the bad news is, uh, from what I'm hearing, is like they didn't do anything new. Like, there's no new additions from last year. It's pretty mm. much the same. Okay. Which is a little, you know, universal. Come on. I know mm. you just, they're like, look, we got the Halloween thing. That's our stuff. This is just kind of, you know, we classic. Make well, people. I think you also had to say, like, the, did the Macy's Parade retire anything or to, that they can lend to Universal? I mean, there's a lot more to it. I'm sure than just something know. new. I feel like they can uh they could step things up a little bit. But what I like about the parade is like let's say you have a family member that works at Universal, you can actually join them, the family member. They can ask you to come and hold be like balloon holders throughout the parade and I okay, think that's, that's kind pretty of cool. I know families that you do it every year with their family <laughs> and I think that's really fun. Yeah. Um, one of the other things over in uh, Universal is that they announced, uh, this is it, get ready for, this is the highlight, basically the whole story. Universal announced that they are going to be um, celebrating uh, New Year's Eve 2023 in both Islands of Adventure and in uh, Universal Parks. Okay. They don't know what they're doing. They didn't say what they're doing. They just said that we're. But it's a that's a big parts. deal because think about it. They close so stinking early. They're like seven p.m.ers, maybe nine p.m. Mm. on like a yeah. weekend. They close so early, so. and I think that's always been my thing with Universal. Is like, come on, guys, people fly out to like be here and. 
closed shop. I guess they think they can lean on City Walk, but that's kind of nice that they're going to yeah. stay open. So they're and... going to be open through, you know, fireworks to go off at midnight, and then uh, they said they'll be open, you know, into the uh, the hours of 2024 as well. So wow, said, that's more really information cool. to come. So if you were looking, you were like, I don't have any New Year's Eve plans. Head on down to uh, Universal. It seems like. They're going to be doing something. Disney's still going to be celebrating uh, Christmas, I think. So get ready for <laughs> Snope. Nope, that doesn't. Maybe. Maybe that's what she said. Snope. Was it just Snope? Soap. I thought it was something like super ingenious. I don't know. Maybe it was. I we'll have to ask. remember. Yes, we will have to ask her. Um, the other thing was, and uh, this is going a little bit further into 2024, is that the bookings have opened at Universal for the 2024 Mardi Gras float parade and dine experience. That's right, they did. Yeah, so now, so you could go and, uh, and yeah, you could participate. Uh, you just have to, again, I think it's just getting uh, re- basically a reservation. So the float and dine experience starts at $84.99, but pricing varies depending on date. And uh, if you're a uh, pass holder... Uh, you can save fifteen percent. The, the, these are the participating restaurants, though. This is where you have to go. You have to go to Finnegan's Bar and Grill, Lombard Seafood Grill, the Calfis uh, Sushi Burger Bar, and NBC Sports Grill and Brew. That's right. So it's cool. The times in which you can do this kind of vary because the times of the parade vary mm. on days. So some days you'll be. excuse me some days you'll be eating at 4 30 in these places because then you have to go back and get onto the floats which i believe is going to be over where like the animal actors area was so you'll have to make it all the way from city walk back over there um now i didn't and i'll have to do just a smidge more research i didn't see any age restrictions serious restrictions for the floats which really excited me um Mm. because it looks like you know if you can't stand on your own and you're not stable then you cannot do it but um it's it sounds like you can be like i was it 40 inches again i have to look again um and taller uh that you can stand and you're stable and you can go on the float and i think that's really cool because when we last looked at going on a float it was like 18 years and older to go on the float so now they've really opened it up and i'm like oh i really want to go i really want to go i really want to go I want to but go. if they I if they want people to be stable, then that means uh, we can't have uh, Bailey go on. Our seven year old will not um, because uh, she they... falls everywhere. <laughs> yes, but she can also do amazing cartwheels yeah, everywhere. She so... does cartwheels, but then I she's mean, just walking she be, and just like tumbles over. The, yeah. the act on the ground, right? <laughs> um, but in any case, I think that we should go. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, Bucket, you, you definitely didn't try to propose this to me uh, during the week. I did. I did. I really want to go. Um, in any case, I it's the best time of year to go, I think, to... Um, Universal? Universal, yeah. Yeah, probably, you know, crowds Good are weather. probably less. Yeah, it's, you know, except for President's Day weekend, it's probably That's busy. right. So, President's Day weekend is incredible incredibly busy across all the parks um incredibly busy because i think everybody's so uh feeling that winter blues like set in and they they gotta get away um now strangely i found that 
the first weekend of March is actually a huge lull in Orlando okay. crowds. So All if right. you happen to be able to get away during that time, this might be a better right. time That's for you. That's before spring break. Yep. And again, you could find all of our kind of our crowd calendar. We we know mm-hmm. we're uh, month by month in our somewhere. I don't remember the exact episode number, but it's there was something about calendars in the title. That's very descriptive. You're welcome. I remember <sighs> everything. I definitely don't make up all those titles. So why would I remember? No, babe. There is this really cool oh. um, shop that keeps coming up on my socials and it's a like let's say it looks kind of like a clock unit maybe of um something at walt disney world let's say like a face of one of the rides right and then it will show you the ride wait time and you can click a button and then another ride wait time comes up but it was like you have to pick which park you want like whether you want magic kingdom and that's the kind of face it would have is magic kingdom or hollywood studios would have like a hollywood studios and it would only show those ride times and it was like oh that's so cool but the same company also (coughs) makes a unit that's like you're scanning your magic magic band and it turns on all the lights in your house <laughs> like things like that <laughs> i'm like oh so cool he's <laughs> <laughs> like i have a reason to wear it more than uh, three times a year i know i'm just magic band my way around <laughs> mm-hmm. really should find a use other than that so um i think we have yeah we're we got a little bit of time we can um maybe take a trip around the queues of disney world's what do you say? So it's a Friday night, right? We're recording on a Friday. The um, Animal Kingdom's closed already at this time. By the time I looked for pictures, because animals got to sleep, they ain't celebrating Christmas. They don't know what time it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no Animal Kingdom. There is a uh, very merry Christmas party going on right now. So we take that into account and go what is there's two rides down again that arrow file at uh disney springs closed Hmm. again it's never open yeah they might as well just dismantle it yeah um what weather weather but every time we look it's always closed (laughs) (laughs) um mickey and minnie's runaway railway is closed oh yeah so that's upsetting it's temporarily closed I, i never usually see that ride down too often but yeah, I can't say that I have either. Things happen. Although we've gotten stuck on it a little bit at the end there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little hiccups and things like that. Yeah. That's right. Where we just had to keep listening to her, them <laughs> sing. <laughs> there we go. Oh, well, this is quite the rendition. <laughs> Nobody knew they were getting this, huh? Oh, wait, it's so crazy till... how quickly the sound comes back when you've been stuck <laughs> on it for like a good 30 minutes. Wait till we go to video podcast. Oh, gosh. Um, what do you, what's the longest ride in all of Disney, considering the factors that I've given you? In all of Disney. Mm-hmm. All of Disney. Well, I mean, it could be that. It could be this. It definitely can't be that, right? That's I'm, I'm just going over. Um, this is what she's thinking in her mind. She's really putting a lot of thought into it. Now, Seven dwarves, mind you. No. Shoot. Because, again, there's a very Merry Christmas party going on. So oh, crumpets. Right. <laughs> I take it back. Would you like some tea with that? Guardians of the Galaxy. 
No, you're getting warmer though. But oh. just to, to, we don't have to keep doing this all night. <laughs> Even though it seems like she wants to keep guessing. I'm not going to lie. Okay, she was fine. definitely thinking about it. It was Remy's ratatouille. Oh, I always forget that right. It's, she, it's not because I don't love it. I really do love it. What but you should have done, you should have been, oh, rats. <laughs> You're right. I should have said that. Oh. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> oh, oh, rats. Wait, do that rewind sound again? That was pretty good. Cool. <laughs> no, thanks. Okay. <laughs> And then we have Frozen Ever After, 85. So it seems like it's a it's a it's busy a big, night Epcot at Epcot. Night. That's yeah. right. Friday is night at Epcot. They're always super busy. Yeah. People like to get their weekend on. Yep. Um, and then we have Slinky Dog Dash over in Hollywood Studios, number three, 75-minute wait. Uh, Rise of the Resistance in Hollywood, uh, 60 minutes. Then we got Test Track, 45. Seven Dwarves, as you said, is a 40-minute wait because of the the, you're normally it's a longer wait, yeah, but because yeah, of right, the right. the limited uh, attendance, Smugglers Run forty, the Jingle Cruise is at forty. Um, people still love going to rides, even though they paid to experience all these special events at uh, Peter Pan's Flight. Thirty five minutes. What are you doing, people? What are you doing? Go get a apple cider at the launching pad. Come on, there's better things you can do. Tower of Terror is at thirty. Space Mountain. We can skip those soaring over California. That's still going on. They still haven't taken break. There's still California on the East Coast. It's still happening. Um, it's a 20 minute wait though. It's pretty good. Okay. What was the haunted mansion? 13 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was the lowest? wait time ride what what was the, the shortest queue in all of disney and now i'm gonna say there the was party too yeah, there was sorry. um there was eight of them they were all that tied were all tied actually nine nine of them all tied i can't lose or can you <laughs> <laughs> the, the heat is on she is on her second glass of wine <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so here's the thing. The three Cavaleros during the rain has always got like a long wait, right? It's like 10 minutes. Yeah. So at this point, and because so it's you like. I think it's raining right now. I think it might be raining. <coughs> but maybe not because Aladdin and Dumbo wouldn't run in the rain. But I have a feeling that they're running if there's that many rides that are tied for the shortest amount of time wow you're just getting full insight so, to the inner working the inner I monologue of abby that i have no idea <laughs> she really puts a lot of thought into these <laughs> these things that do not matter tell she really me what the shortest it. line is well so like i said there was a um the barnstormer Right. Okay. Uh, I was yes. You know that's weird because I was actually thinking that. Oh, were you? It's funny because you said a lot funny, of words. I, I didn't hear a barn or a storm <laughs> I, in there. It was totally <laughs> on my mind. <laughs> the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, which we just watched uh, oh, behind the okay. attractions on okay. right over on Disney Plus. Yep. That was uh, more than I thought ever went into Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Mm-hmm. Dumbo the Flying Elephant, five minutes. Grand Fiesta Tour, five minutes. So it must not be raining. Right? Yes, you're right. Uh, it's a Small World, five minutes. Journey into Imagination, Living with the Land, The Seas with Nemo, and Under the Sea, The Journey of the Little Mermaid. 
all five. They just put the seagulls back at the seas. Oh, did they? Mine, 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 mine. So, um, one thing before we go, as we're getting, yeah, about fifty minutes, we've talked enough. They're like enough already. Um, we didn't really. With two episodes ago, we had that episode. It was turkey over turkey or tree. That's right, turkey right, before we tree. We said turkey before tree question mark. Um, we never really answered. We didn't give our own right like, opinions. I purposely didn't want to answer because I have hang ups and things like that that I didn't want to talk about just yet. But what what's your do you So okay. I I know you said because of COVID and things yeah, got different. Right. You know, because during COVID, like, what else were we going to do? So we set up our tree. But what about now? I think that I just go by, like, my feelings, how (laughs) I'm feeling, right? Oh. So if you had asked me last week, I'd be like, excuse me, no, it's too early for Christmas. And today, after our neighbors put up all their Christmas decorations, (laughs) I'm like, I'm ready. I want to put up that tree. <laughs> Let's go. Now, mind you, this is from the house that we do have a turkey, a glow up uh, turkey in our window, which is not we very, do. it's not the best. Um, we could do better, but we can't find anything better. We, we, we look can't. every year. But we also have our Halloween uh, projection light still going on our house. Yes. And our we have our garden flag that says happy haunting still. Oh. Shame. <laughs> so, definite shame. Whereas our our neighbors did put up their Christmas decoration. Uh, they so have the good. tree in their window and and the whole night. Now, I personally am one. I'm more of a stickler where I want to hold out as much as possible. So, I have been trying to not right. tip off the the kids because then they would start wanting it, and then I would just have to do it. And I want to make them happy as well as make you happy. Yes. So, if you asked me to do it, I totally would. Like, I don't know. There's a good chance that we, I might be putting up Christmas decorations this weekend, but yeah, I don't know. Definitely. Now, after Thanksgiving, yes, I like that's part of my plan. Yes. Next weekend, if it doesn't happen this weekend, then I'm putting up, we're, we're putting up Christmas decorations and we're putting up the tree. Then it's definitely time. So I'm kind of a definitely turkey before the tree. But like last year, we did it, and it was, everything was okay. The world did not explode. It didn't, and nobody really said anything. Like all our Thanksgiving guests were like, "Oh, nice tree." <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was that was that. So so that's kind case, of our answer. So we both we kind of do that. We have such a busy weekend this weekend that I'm not sure that no. we would really Let, get. Let's go over our entire weekend for them. They definitely want to hear. No. But I'm what? not sure that we'd really get the time to put up Christmas, so it's mm-hmm. probably going to be next weekend. We'll see. You yeah. never know. Now, uh, one other thing, just because, again, because while we're staying on Thanksgiving, this is a like a Thanksgiving. This is going out the week of Thanksgiving. What's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Let's, it could be a dish. It could be an act of something. It could be. What is it? What's your favorite thing? I, huh, you know, there's a lot of things that I like about Thanksgiving. Um, I think I, I like to bake, you know, so I like to always have some sort of fresh bread, um, or bread 
product uh, on the table. I used to make challah every Thanksgiving. And so that the Friday after Thanksgiving, we'd have challah French toast. I haven't really done challah lately. One year I made a loaf of bread in the shape of a turkey and that was kind of a big hit. Um, so maybe I'll do that again this year, but I like to bake something fresh and I like the way it smells. I like the activity of doing it with my hands and time and, um, okay. it just makes me feel homey, you know, in a good way, not you're, a bad way. You're my homie. <laughs> oh, it's your favorite <laughs> Thanksgiving. I like all of it. Mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. I I um, tricked Abby into eating mashed potatoes this week. Uh, I just like went to the though. store and brought home mashed potatoes. I love them. I could eat the entire thing. Um, so mashed potatoes. I also love my like before I met Abby, and even now we have now joined into that. But we were always big um, appetizer people. So I love uh, onion dip, and I make a ton of carrots. I make a mountain of carrots. I love carrots and onion dip. Yeah. So I like those two things the most, but I also love stuffing and we're going to find some type of vegetarian gravy. That's going to be good oh. this year. And I know it's all going to happen. I love it all. I love hanging out with my family. I love being with you. I love that we host Thanksgiving. We are, we, you know, we host it to a small crowd. It's not like a big Thanksgiving, maybe one day. <laughs> we'll have a bigger one but right now it's small but we still do a lot of it's a lot of work right i think my favorite thanksgiving memory thus far i mean <sighs> this one just like stands out and i think it will for years is last year all the siblings played heads up after oh. and i could not remember the word batman for some reason <laughs> so i just put my fingers into ears on my head to symbolize the batman oh, and i will just never forget like i was like cry laughing because i was like embarrassed but awful it was just funny yeah, heads up is a great game to play so after fun. you've uh the the coma the food coma wears oh, yeah. off you know yep Yep. And, and you're a little bit, you got like a food drunkenness as well, you know, even even if you're not drinking, which we were. But that was a good time. I remember <laughs> that. That was a lot of, that was a lot of good laughs. It was a good time. We appreciate that. I hope that. we get to do it again. So all these things, right. I'm thankful for getting to do this podcast with you. You're an amazing partner. You did all this research on all these opening day things. I appreciate you doing all that. And then where I just come in and I don't tell you anything and just talk about. No, I'm going to tell you that after this podcast, we're going to have a conversation about how he went into Mickey's very merry Christmas party without talking to me first. I could have contributed to that information, babe. Well, we could go in depth uh, next week when it's fully next Christmas week. because then it'll be. It's on, baby. Tree after it's turkey. On. Tree after turkey. Tree after turkey. No, but anyway, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for our listeners. Um, I am thankful to be able to talk about Disney because we love it. We love you guys. I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving week. I hope you get a chance to actually, you know, take a minute for yourselves. Enjoy it. Think about all the good things that are going on. And, you know, we don't want to get too sappy. But again, we're thankful for each and every one of you out there listening. 
Have a wonderful day and enjoy your family and friends or just enjoy the Hallmark Channel if that's all you're going to do. I get you. That's what I do too.